Rusty Quill presents. They say don't judge a book by its cover, but on the back of the cover is where you'll find the blurb. Make of that what you will. Welcome back to Spirit Box Radio. I've made a new friend. Everyone, this is Kat. Kat belongs to Anna's neighbours, we think, but she's been spending a lot of time here since I moved in, haven't you, sweetness? It's nice, actually. I've been missing Revel. I'm glad he's with Oliver, because that means Oliver's not completely alone, and Revel is... Well, he's Revel, isn't he? He's big. He'll look after Oliver. I thought I'd use this week to go through some of the things which have been popping up on the forums recently. So much has been happening... I feel like we've barely connected at all. I'm sorry about that, faithful listeners. That's what the show is supposed to be about, after all. It might not be the advice and community segment anymore, but we're still a community, aren't we? And I need to do better at checking in with you and looking out for you, I think. Especially after last week's, um, revelations, shall we say? Host of Spirit Box Radio. (laughs) Firstly... A few forum users took it upon themselves to do a sort of survey of the forums after the broadcast last week. They wanted to find out if anyone else who uses the forums is, um, dead. It did turn up some pretty interesting findings. In case you've not had a chance to look at the post, I'll read it now, just so you're in the loop. Hi folks, regarding what's been going on on the actual show recently, I thought it would be a good idea to use some of the new site features, yes, we'll get to that shortly, and we'll see where we stand in regard to how people here identify, how long you've been using the forums, and stuff like that. Looking at the intros post, it seems like there was a big influx of new folks a few weeks ago, around about time when host Sam resurrected Kitty. But I know some folks like lurking, and that's fine, so maybe we just had an influx of extroverted newbies or something. A lot of new features have cropped up recently too. The auto-tagging thing is really good and actually super helpful as it seems that more people are getting their asks answered even though Sam isn't having a lot of time to do that on air at the moment. Some of you, those of you who are like ghosts if I recall correctly, have access to the back end of the forum so I'm also curious to know if those changes show up on your end. I'll be using the new poll feature to get everyone's responses and because you can only include one poll per post, I'll be posting the questions as new posts to reply to this one so nothing gets lost. Should take about 10 minutes max to complete, if you want to take part. Feel free to post other intros with links to this original post. Thank you so much. Bella. Kiss, kiss. About 30% of users, which is... Oh, gods, that's about 17,000 of you. My gods. That's so many. Well, 30% of you have managed to fill out the little form, and so far that looks like there's about a 60-40 living to non-living ratio, which is... mm, Well, it's concerning that there seems to be a fair few of you who didn't realise that you were in fact ghosts until you filled out the form, but there we are. How were you supposed to know, I suppose? There doesn't seem to be much in common to the ghosts. They joined at different times, died in different ways, and they're from all over the world. The only things they have in common are an interest in arcanism, and they all listened to the show at least a couple of times before they died. And, well, they are all dead, which I'd say is the biggie here. In terms of living users, there are more of you, and just like the ghosts, there aren't too many unifying factors. 
It does seem like a lot more of you are LGBTQ plus than the general population, but it's not yet clear whether that's just because that's just who likes the show or because the organisers of the forum also made the LGBTQ section of the forums and posted it there first. It remains to be seen. All pretty interesting stuff, though. It's weird to consider this from everyone else's perspective. I've been pretty wrapped up in myself recently. I'm sorry about that, faithful listeners. I'm really proud of the community that sprung up around the show, and for the most part, everyone on the forums does a really good job of looking out for each other. It's amazing to see this little space thrive, even if I'm not able to be as present there as I used to be. You guys are really important to me, and I hope you know that. I couldn't keep going if it wasn't for you. So thank you. I should move on before I start actually crying about this. Oh yeah, that's right. I do have an augury forecast. I was helping Anna sort through one of the cupboards upstairs the other day and I found this screwed up right at the back. It had this week's date on it, but it looked like it had been there for a while. I'll share it with you now. A flight of cockatiels descend across a Manchester park. A change in fortune is in the air. Be wary of stone stairwells during the last weekend of this month. The sparrows align north. Add tomatoes to your salad this Tuesday. Buzzards cut through a break in the clouds. This is a good time to do your laundry. If you are the owner of the red Ford Focus in the car park, You've left the lights on. So concludes the augury forecast. It's been a while since I found one of those. It's always nice, like someone's looking out for me. Makes me feel less alone. I know that's stupid. I'm not alone. I have Anna and Kitty. I've got right here. I've technically got the sins. And you know what? Their company isn't so bad now, actually. I've been wondering about that. How much of that is me? How much of that is them? Ingra and Bliss, they seem happier, I think. Ingra said they thought it was good what had been happening, and whilst Bliss hasn't said anything, every time I see her it seems more and more like, well, like she's happy. Indy's harder to judge. I see her the least. Her and Kitty have been trying to find out more about the scaresmongers, and it's been surprisingly difficult given how they seem so good at recruiting people. They went to Prague to follow up on that letter I got a few weeks ago to look into strife. The third of them. Harbingers. Of what, I don't know. All Indy and Kitty managed to find were rumours. A few years ago, people were becoming strange all over the city. They didn't have anything in common, these people, except that they would go out, be gone for hours, and return with terrible injuries like they'd been fighting. These people came from all sorts of backgrounds. Teachers, accountants, personal trainers. None of them seemed to have been violent before, and yet, all of a sudden, they'd have black eyes and bloody lips. They wouldn't speak about what was happening. Any of them. It seems like strife is all about violence. That tracks. And scarcity, she's all about making the most of what you have, but in the most warped way possible, up to cannibalism. The fetishisation of desperation. And Scourge? I don't know. I was thinking about it the other night. The way his words follow me around like a bad smell. He's like an infection. It spreads into everything I do but I don't know. But I do know that they're all connected, somehow, the three of them. They're the same kind of thing. And they're connected to the man in the flat cap. Scourge seems to do his bidding and strive. He 
enforced whatever it was that the man in the flat cap wanted to happen with Oliver, made him... <sighs> used him like a marionette. And scarcity's whole thing with the scaresmongers, that's tied up with a prophecy that made the sins take out Madame Marie, the whole concept of the redistribution of things coming to an end. Gods. I miss Oliver. I miss him so much. I just... But I, I can't stop thinking about Jay and the others and him afterwards. The way he looked. The look on his face, it was like... I don't know. The man I love, he was still there, but it was like he was at the bottom of a pond. There was no way I could swim down and reach him. It was... I don't know. I keep thinking about that letter. The warning. How much it didn't seem to understand him. About us. And I keep thinking about Scourge and how angry he was that I wouldn't take Oliver. It was like he could not make sense of it. It was unexpected. I was supposed to take Oliver. I was supposed to have him, but I can't do that because then his deal is mine. And the reason he's alive is because I'm keeping him here and I... I don't want that. Whatever else they think they know about me, about him, they didn't account for that. For me not wanting to do that. Which makes me wonder what they think I'm like. And how else I might take them by surprise. But mostly it makes me think about Oliver. It's bad enough for me. And I've got Kitty and the Sins and Anna. And he's just alone there with Revel in his shop. He can't even work. The place is boarded up. The Sins did it for us. Nobody can cross the threshold, so there's no point in leaving it as it was. It looked so much like that time. Way back when this is all starting. The first time Oliver heard Scourge on the phone. He just packed up and left. I wonder if that was what Scourge had intended on happening. I wonder when on the schedule I was supposed to make Oliver mine. That time when Scourge and I were speaking, it must have been too soon because Scourge shut down our conversation and just... Yeah. So sometime after that, and before what happened with the synths. It's funny, though, because there was that day ages ago. I can't remember what was happening exactly. I'd spoken to Rytidia, I think, and everything kind of stopped for a moment, and everything was extremely weird, and I saw this pale horse, and I heard a voice that said, Take him. Only it wasn't the man in the flat cap, it wasn't Scourge, it wasn't anyone else. The voice I heard was... <laughs> well, it, it sounded like me. And that's happened before, with the crystal ball. A voice, just like my own, but off slightly, calling back to me. But somehow knowing more than I do right now. It's... Hmm. But I know I won't take Oliver. He's much too important to me for that. So there, take that, you freaky harbingers with all your creepy little messages. Take that, man in the flat cap. You're just going to have to deal with it. Ha! Weren't expecting that, were you? No. No. I'm fine, dear, sorry. What do you mean it might not be that straightforward? 
no, I didn't intend on making Ravel and the others into major arcana, but what does that have to do with Oliver? <coughs> I sure hope I'm different to the man in the flat cap. Yeah, but I still... <coughs> oh. Oh, I see. Like with Beth and the others, it's about the vibes. <coughs> you did just show up and start helping out. I appreciate it. <coughs> you... what? You got hit by a car. And you were fine. Yeah, I'm sure it did hurt. I'm so sorry that happened to you. You think it has something to do with me? It happened the day I moved in here. I mean, maybe it's a co- Okay, okay, geez, it's not a coincidence. I get it, I get it. Great. Well, does that mean you're one of mine too, then? Sort of. How can you sort of be a major arcana? Ask Kitty, what are you... Hey, come back, What? where are you going? And she's gone. Great. Cats. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Ask Kitty. Ugh, I can't think about that right now. I can't. Lights. Thanks, guys. Huh. What's this on the counter? It's a box, some cookies, and a bottle of water. There's a note. Sam, make sure you eat these and drink the whole bottle of water before you go to bed. I will check in the morning, and if you haven't, I will rehydrate your raisiny corpse just to kill you. Love you. Happy broadcasting, Anna. <sighs> I don't deserve this. Not even a little bit. <coughs> oh. There you are. I am not doing fine. I mean, look at this mess. I, I failed Oliver. I trapped all those people in the forums. Beth, Mystery, Emily, all of them. If it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be stuck like this. I don't know how to let Bliss, Ingrid and Indy go. I, not that, I know they've not asked, not directly, but they should. And I should let them go, but I don't know how. And I'm scared to find out because... What if I don't want to? What if I want to keep them? And if Anna only knew... She'd understood what I'd really done with... She wouldn't let me stay here. She'd never speak to me again. And I deserve that. I deserve all of it. I did this. It's all my fault. No, but whether I meant for any of this to happen doesn't really matter, does it? Because it did happen. And it all happened because of me. I did this and I... I don't have the microphone. I didn't bring the mic with me when I came into the kitchen. I just... Huh. I feel like I'm pretty sure I'm still broadcasting, though. What an odd sensation. Let's go and see. Faithful listeners, you can still hear me, can't you? Oh, hey, Coven Babe 666, you, you can hear me too. That's good. Well, it's weird. It is what it is. But that's good, I guess. And Carl. And, oh, so that's pretty conclusive, isn't it? I can broadcast the show without the mic. Huh. How bizarre, I guess. Yeah, we'll run with that. Bizarre works fine, doesn't it? I'm glad you agree. Oh, thanks, Coven Babe. My voice is a lot deeper now, isn't it? Hmm, that's one good thing that's happened recently. It's really cool, isn't it? I never really thought about it before. My voice was just my voice, but now when I hear it back, it really sounds like I expect it to. 
I keep forgetting anything is different because it just feels so right. It's wonderful. Oh, Emily is typing. She says, why don't I try looking at the arcane directly and see what's going on with how I'm broadcasting? <sighs> well, Emily, I'm not very good at... CovenBabe666 says, they're so happy about my voice, but I should stop being such a bonehead about the magic stuff and actually try to do it properly. Well, how would you suggest I go about that? Hmm? Breathe, relax and focus. What is this, a meditation retreat? Uh, fine, fine, I'm sorry. All right, all right. I'll give it a go. But I'm not making any promises. Relax and focus. It's not working. No, Kevin Babe, I am not giving up too fast. Carl, how can you be agreeing with them? I thought you guys hated each other. You're always arguing and... Carl says Coven Babe's an idiot, but they're right about this. Oh, and Emily agrees. Mystery too. That's shit, fine, fine. I'll try again. Okay. I can do this. I am good at this. I am good at this. I can do this. Concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. see it on purpose. Yeah, take that, Madame Marie. Not so useless now, am I? Ha! Huh. Weird. Huh. Every time I speak, it gets twinklier. Oh, hey, cat, you can see it too. Cats always see the arcane. What? All of them? Well done. Oh, wow. There they are. The sins deals. You see? The reason the roses are on the other side, it's because they chose, isn't it? But you don't have to make a deal with the man in the flat cap to be made a major arcana in the first place. You're right. They didn't know all the terms. They said so. Indy even talked about it when we met with Jay. The strands of the cut threads which used to bind them to the man in the flat cap are still there. Huh. And there's this one too. A knot which... Oh, right. Hang on, what's that? This is a thread from me and it sort of twists away into... Nowhere. Like the way Beth Steele twists away into that halo inside of me in my reflection, only... It's the man in the flat cap. We're connected here, and there's a rose-looking knot in this. But I didn't make a deal with him. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it is. Very weird indeed. If I follow it... Hmm. This... I think this is like... It's strange it's not as substantial as the other threads. It's like it's only half there. I can barely see it at... Oh, Julius said a prophecy can help us see beyond the present moment. That's what this is, maybe. It branches off just beyond this knot, tying me to the man in the flat cap. It's like a spider's web of possibilities, but they're all interconnected. This could go so many ways, but in the end it looks like... It looks like they all end up in the same place, whatever happens in between. 
Looks like Oliver was right. Some things are inevitable. All of these threads, they come from decisions made so long ago. And they're all connected, but they all come back to this. This one pointer. That's it. The redistribution. Becoming one with the one. The threads are all here, but... There. This. Right here. That's where they all twist into place. Eight weeks from now. Yeah. Eight weeks, they're about. Fancy that. Okay, faithful listeners. I think that's quite enough adventures for one day, don't you think? I'll speak to you next week. Until then, be kind to yourselves, okay? We need each other. It's a dark time out there. Good night. Box Radio is a podcast created by Pippin Aero Major for Hanging Source Studios. If you like the show, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Hanging Source Studios and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode starred Pippin Aero Major as Sam Enfield and Assorted Cats as Cat. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Spooky. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.